0: Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs.
1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi there, I'm Lauren McGoodwin, founder and CEO of Career Contessa, the largest online career resource built inclusively for women. I also have the privilege of hosting our new podcast, The Females. We're here to help with real talk career advice from CEOs, authors, creatives, and other experts to give you real strategies for building a successful career all on your own terms. Each episode of The Females is sure to not only inspire, but also to motivate you to take action and move your career forward. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for new episodes and follow along on careercontessa.com.
0: I'm Anisha Ramakrishna and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Today, my guest is Shanae Alexander. She has a podcast called Press Send. Go check it out. Today, we're just going to have girl talk. Thank God. You're 35, I'm 36. We're both in New York right now. And I just finished recording a pod with you on yours. And we had a lot of interesting conversation and I want to talk about toxic positivity. Oh God. Which is where people are now just ranting and canceling and screaming at anything and everything in the name of being woke. However, you're just misconstruing everything and trying to find fault in people. And I don't want to live in this world no mo.
1: Are we leaving? Should we go to Mars? I don't know. Literally, I saw I saw like pictures of Mars the other day, and I was like, I mean, what's the vibe? That's an option. Honestly, if there's like Elon Musk, blast me off to space. To be honest, I want to go. This planet, right? Much. People are so sensitive.
0: I don't understand how we got here.
1: You know what I think it is? I think people are really bored. I think people are really bored in their lives right now and they're extra sensitive because they feel bad about their own shit. We're all worried that we're all breaking the rules. Yes. In everything. Like, we're all afraid of saying the wrong thing. We're all afraid of offending someone. We're all afraid of like some group coming after us. So it's much easier to talk shit about someone else and to point out how they're being like how they deserve to be canceled because we're all afraid to be canceled ourselves. I guess. And uh, I'm I'm so over it. I'm over it. I'm totally over it. it. The latest thing I feel like people are getting canceled over is like getting the vaccine. I feel like if, if like a young person who you don't know their medical condition goes and gets the vaccine, people are then being like, you got it in front of my grandma. It's like, hey, your grandma lives in fucking Missouri and I don't know your grandma and I'm just eligible for the vaccine. So I'm just going to get it because that's what I want to do. Why are you yelling at me?
0: Absolutely. I have a friend with Crohn's who's 35. I have a friend who's severely asthmatic who's 25. They got the vaccine and people don't realize there are young people who have health conditions as well, guys.
1: Yeah, and also... You don't get to ask people, why did you get the vaccine? Like, they don't need to provide their fucking medical history no. to you so they can like, I mean, I, I yeah, it's, it's messed up when people are like, oh, I'm jumping the line or whatever if, if you're not actually like in any danger. But you don't need to ask people. Trust the system. I know the system sucks, but you got to at this point just go along with it. At the end of the day, most of us are going to have to get poked in the arm at some point. So let's get it rolling. Can't
0: wait. I want to get poked somewhere else, but we'll leave that for another day.
1: <laughs> hey, what do you think is going to come first? Poking, where, What's just going to come first, do you think?
0: Oh, for me, for, you. for me, not the vaccine. <laughs> 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 but you spoke of, you know, medical history and now they're 35, you froze your eggs, I froze my eggs, I wanted to talk about your cultural background because even though I'm Indian and I come from a very conservative family and all of this was, you know, very heavy to discuss with my parents and everything, but you're also a Texan and I know what it's like over there and you're pretty conservative. So I want to know from the perspective of a white woman who, you know, you would think doesn't have to deal with all this stuff. But I have a feeling you do. What is it like? What was it like being white, 35, freezing your eggs and not married? Because there are days it's rough for me. It's a full-time job explaining to everyone why I'm not married. I was in a 12 year relationship. This is the journey I'm on right now. Blah, blah, blah. Like no big deal. But in my little Indian bubble, it's a big deal. We live in these big cities where no one really cares. But what was it like for you going through that? And what has that experience been like? That's what I want to know.
1: So I'm actually only half white. I'm half Korean. So I was actually born in Korea and we moved here when I was a child. So the Korean side is obviously very traditional and, you know, women get married and have children and that's kind of the role. And it's an interesting thing though, because my dad is the one that's Korean and my parents are no longer together and I don't really speak to my dad, but those kind of like gender norms are still like embedded in me from childhood and from growing up. But the interesting thing is my dad always kind of did his own thing. And he was like, quote unquote, a bad Korean. He was like a bad Asian in the sense <laughs> of like, he didn't go do like the, you know, become a doctor. He or didn't a check the boxes. Or, no, he didn't become a pharmacist. Like he yes. didn't do any of that shit. So basically like he was already kind of different than his family. And so I think it opened up a little bit of space for me to be different than my family, even though that side of the family is very traditional. And then my mom. He lives in Texas, and I grew up in Texas um after we moved from Korea. And it's very conservative. I mean, a lot of the friends I had when I was young got married at twenty two, right? Ha- ha- like they're having their third kid right now. yeah. And I'm like, I have developed a shopping addiction during Covid, <laughs> and I just adopted a dog two years ago, and I'm feeling a little overwhelmed by that. Yeah, I am in a long-term relationship. and so, the questions I got were more like, why are you freezing your eggs if you're already probably going to get married to this person and have kids naturally? Right. And the thing is, is my boyfriend is a little bit younger than me, but also I didn't, I'm a Virgo. I needed a plan. So am I, honey. Hell yeah. I mean, I could kind of get that vibe. We're planners. We need, for me, with my body, I'm like, I don't like that this feels out of control. Right. For me, it was like, I want my anxiety to be to rest. And so that's why I froze my eggs. My mom was like, why don't you guys just have a baby? (laughs) And I'm like, it's not that easy. I don't want a baby right now. And my boyfriend's not ready to have a kid. Also, I was like, I don't know. This year feels weird. And I don't want to like have extra pressure of like having a kid right now. So she was pretty supportive, but definitely it feels really... Freaking weird to have your friends be on their third kid and you're like, Where is my Amazon order? Yeah. You know, (laughs) like it that that does feel like a big disconnect. And so for me, it's been less about my culture and my family and more about, Oh God, do I feel behind because I'm surrounded by a lot of people and friends with a lot of people that are like so far down that road.
0: Right. No, it's very interesting you say that because. I have a few friends that are on their third kid. And then I actually have more friends now who are a divorced at 35 or they're all single and they've Hmm. all frozen their eggs. So I think it's interesting that you say you feel behind because I think women are made to feel that way. And a lot of people listening, most of my listeners are women. And they probably feel behind. They're probably single or, or, you know, the pressure never ends. Once you get married, then they're they're like, why didn't oh, you yeah. have the kid yet? So there's always the next thing, right? So I feel bad for the people who are even married and trying to have a kid. I have a friend right now who has had a miscarriage and she's trying to have a second one, you know? And so it's like, it's never ending, really. And so Honestly, just take your time. I
1: wonder, I, I wonder, like, Obviously, since I'm from Texas and from the South, like it was like every boyfriend you ever had from the time you were 18 on was like, when y'all getting engaged? Yes. You know, and then it's like, oh, you're not engaged yet. So there's pressure there. And then once people get engaged, they're like, well, when's the wedding? And then it's like, you get married and it's like, well, when's the baby? And then it's like, well, then you have a baby. And then it's like, when's the next baby? For sure what questions next? When are you going to fucking die? Because that (laughs) seems to be the only shit we get asked about. And I honestly like we as women have to be the first ones to stop asking about kids and marriage. And we don't like to be asked that. So stop also asking your friends this shit.
0: And I never ask because I also don't care. I'm a selfish mofo. (laughs) I care about myself. So I don't care about what's happening to you. If you want a friend to talk to, I'm here to talk. But I don't know when you're getting married or when you're having your kid. All I know is eventually I I want that to happen for me. But also, let's not have this time constraint on everything.
1: I know. And also, there's so many more interesting things that we miss out on talking about when we talk about that shit. Like, I mean, I love talking about someone's bad Tinder date as much as the rest. Like, trust me, I love to talk shit about dates. I love to talk, like, tell me about, like, how dumb your husband was this week. Like, love to to hear it. But I feel like we do miss out on so much more by focusing so much on, like, talking about these things rather than just, like, talking about other shit that's going on in life. Or just generally talking shit, which is
0: so fun. So much fun. And speaking of Tinder dates, Do you have friends in their mid thirties on Tinder?
1: Yeah, I met my boyfriend on Tinder and like, we're like, wow, we we live together. We've we've been together for two years, met my boyfriend on Tinder. And actually, I feel like I've met more people that met on Tinder than anywhere else.
0: Really? Because, you know, I have only been on a dating app once. I made a pot on it because for me, I found the same guys on all of them. I was on Hinge, Bumble and the league, I believe. And the same guys were on all of them.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> and what's really awkward is when you match on multiple ones. And yes. you're like, is this a bad look? Yeah. But I mean, I guess we're consistent. But it worked like you. Like you liked me the whole time. Yeah, totally. And you know what? I online dated for probably four years. Wow. And I would obviously like meet someone, date them for six months, stop to get back on the app. I mean, it was on and off. But I loved it. Really? I fucking loved it. I loved dating. I loved app dating. I thought it was so fun. I, Hinge was my favorite because it was like the most organized. Yes. And also guys have to put in a shred of effort to like actually answer some questions. Something. So I appreciated that. Did not like bumble just because I'm like, I don't want to make the first move. Women no. have to do everything. Yeah. Lift a finger. You have to lift a finger for me. Yes. I I mean, like, and I get the premise that, like, you don't have to talk to, like, a creep. But, like, if you're swiping on someone anyway, like, you're not going to know if they're a creep or not. But, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. And I really met some amazing people.
0: That's so nice to hear because I tried it and I hated it. Complete okay? What
1: did you hate most about it?
0: Well, for me, I just saw the same guys on all of them. And the whole talking, right? You're talking and it's really just going nowhere. Like we're not really going anywhere. And I just didn't find a lot of the guys attractive to be shallow for a second, you know, for me.
1: I mean, it's definitely, there's a lot of left swiping. Yes. There's
0: a lot of left. It's a job.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. One time I was swiping on Tinder. This is like many years ago. And it was like, you're out of matches. And I, I literally <laughs> had a nervous breakdown because I was like, I'm in New York city. Did I just get to the end of Tinder? Yeah. And then I realized my internet just went out Okay, good. Um, and it didn't, it reloaded. Don't worry. There were more <laughs> men, but yeah, I was like, wow, I've been swiping. I mean, literally sometimes I'd swipe for like two hours, just being like, Look at all these dumbasses. Right. No,
0: that's that's exactly <laughs> what my experience was. And I can say I tried it, but I prefer getting set up by friends and family. However, just because I was set up with them doesn't mean they're fucking normal either.
1: No, they have no, no.
0: shame. They're fucking weird, too.
1: Do your friends and family like give you the pros and cons list before
0: they or do like, This person
1: has like a weird foot thing, but like he's cool and he's yeah, a good family. Exactly. Mm. Okay.
0: <laughs> basically. And, you know, I think initially on an app, you're looking at what they look like, right? And then mm. when your friends are introducing you to people or your family, you're getting more information. Yeah. Like they've done I the mean, detective. That's
1: ideal. Yes. That's the ideal. I mean, every friend that I was like, can I tell you, I've never once been fucking set up with someone. Really? Never once. No. I think this might be like, I mean, also, this is, I think, a cultural thing because some of my other friends who are from either either Indian or they're, I mean, Middle Eastern in general, Just or Asian, Asian people. Asian people love to set people up. Yes. And I'm like, where are the Korean bitches at set me up. <laughs> like, I'm half. <laughs> set me up. No one has ever set me up on a date and honestly kind of resented it because all my friends know that I'm a fucking catch.
0: You so are a fucking catch.
1: Yeah, we all are. I mean, some of us aren't. Yeah, some of us are not. But people people listening, you are. Because obviously we're in this cool little like tribe club right now. Yeah. But but yeah, I never got set up. I'm so jealous.
0: Wow. Well, there's nothing to be jealous of. Hashtag single. But I have met some amazing (laughs) people. But I feel like everyone's looking for something different. And timing is everything, right? Like we were talking earlier. And... I want to share with my listeners, because usually we keep it light. We keep it fun. But you kind of told me, you know, why don't you share that story, Anish? And, yes. you know, I was telling Shanae earlier, I'm not a big crier. And I spent the past night just in tears. I was an emotional wreck. I, it's like day four in New York City. And this guy, I really, really liked basically told me he didn't like me back and that there was no, you know, door cracked open. Like that's it. It's never going to happen. And I think that's rough. And that hasn't happened to me in so long. And so, yeah, I wanted to share that with the listeners that right now, hey, I'm going through it. And it's a sick, gut-wrenching, icky feeling. And I don't want to feel like this. And the easiest thing to do right now is to just go out and have drinks with a friend and, you know, numb myself. But instead, I'm sitting here completely sober, podcasting with Shanae. Thank God you're here. Thank God this all worked out. But let me tell you, it's rough, hon. Like, I haven't felt like that yeah. in a long time.
1: Does it make you, does it, because this is like the Virgo I have a feeling you know what you're going to answer. But does that feeling make you want to get out there and like go find someone else and like prove him wrong? Or does it make you like turned off from dating?
0: It's actually terrible because I have been intentionally single and alone for three years. So this is like my big comeback because we all know I wanted to date when season one of Family Karma aired, except we got put into a lockdown and that didn't happen. And I continued staying with my parents, which isn't the ideal situation, in my opinion, for dating the way I want to date. Uh-uh. And so I'm here now in New York, day four, already wrecked by a guy. And I'm a fucking catch, like you said. But you know what it's done is actually it's just made me vulnerable. And now, like, I'm being open. I'm just emo and scared right now because. I'm talking to multiple guys at once. And this was the guy that I wanted out of all of them. Mm. The other ones are still there. Like I told you, I am booked to go on a date every day this week. But this was the guy I wanted for me. And the feeling was not mutual. And hey, he could have strung me along. He could have lied. He could have ghosted me, but he didn't. He told me, hey, I'm not into you, boo. And
1: I'm hurting right now, Shanae. It hurts. Yeah. Would you rather be? Would you rather have someone, kind of like, slowly back away, or as much as it hurts to be told the truth in full strength? What 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 do you prefer? And then what do you do to people?
0: I, I have always preferred the truth, and you know what's terrible. This is the first time that this has happened to me. I'm that girl that always gets whatever guy, not to sound like a cocky mofo, but if I wanna date a guy, I'll get them. This is the first time in a long time, I'm talking like over a decade where this has happened to me. The guy told me what I tell every other guy. Mm. Literally told me exactly what I tell every other guy. You'll find someone amazing. You're great. I'm not the one for you. I'm working on myself. All the shit I would tell people when I was intentionally single. This guy even used the word intentionally single. Like it was like karma or something really creepy happening. And I tell it like it is to other people. And this time I got served. Yeah.
1: Yeah it's so hard. It's hard to hear some, it's, it's also hard to feel rejection in any way, especially if you're usually the one that has the option. I felt like that a lot when I was dating too, of like, I feel like I have usually more of the power in this scenario, but when you get, when you get that taste of your own medicine, it's hard. It's It's a bitter pill to swallow. It, it It's it is. And like everyone listening has felt that before. Yes.
0: And, you know, usually I'm in the comfort of my parents house and I have my Miami crew and I have my New York crew. Don't get it twisted. I have happy hour at 5 p.m. OK, I'm going. But. I'm alone right now in this apartment yeah. and I have to sit here and feel everything and that's part of life too. We talked about it, right? It's not always peaches and cream and roses. And this is the nasty stuff that you don't want to deal with. And I'm just dealing with it. I'm just going through the motions, feeling everything. And let me tell you, I'm an intense person. We're Virgos. Intense. I'm going to be feeling this for a minute. This isn't going away by Friday or something. It's now Wednesday. This is going to be here for probably a month. Not going to lie. Yeah.
1: I think uh, you know what you did a lot of personal work and you did a lot of like, you know, you're intentionally being single and I think that you have to trust that that paved the way for you to be able to handle this yes. and to be able to go through this and that, you know, your worth isn't you know built up in what this dude's opinion of you or right the and nothing is. wrong
0: with the dude. Let's make that no, clear of too. Not. Yeah, if he's listening,
1: we're not saying fuck you. We're, we're just not. saying. Hard.
0: We're not. And then when they tell you, let's be friends, which I've done, I've done. Yeah, (laughs) And then I was like, how would that even work? Because I have feelings for you and you don't have them for me. That would be kind of difficult. But look, it's just everything I've said to guys, like, let's just be friends. And they're probably like, why would I want to be your friend? We have enough friends.
1: We have friends in your 30s. You don't need any more fucking friends. No more friends. Yeah. Like I'm good. You don't need. And also, here's the thing Oh, I want to make friends with a guy that I used to like so I can have residual feelings for them every single time I see them. And like you only have so much emotional or relational energy. And if you end up being friends with a guy that you've dated, especially in your third, like it's different if you're like in college and you. Date casually and then you become friends, or you started out as friends. These are different scenarios. In your 30s, I don't need new guy friends. No. Because I've, also, whenever they get in a relationship or you get in a relationship, it always causes issues.
0: No, I think I've told all my guy friends as soon as your girl's married, we ain't talking yeah. <laughs> because I don't want you or my man talking to girls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, this is actually was a big discussion with my boyfriend now is he has a lot of girlfriends. So he has a couple really close girlfriends that he's had forever. And I'm like, you can have girlfriends. I don't care about that, but there has to be boundaries with like what that looks like. And also like, I don't really feel comfortable with like, if you're going through something, I don't want you going to them. Like you should be going to your partner. And so for, for, for us, it's just been talking about like, what are, what are the boundaries of that? But no, to me, it's a huge red flag when a guy has tons of girlfriends. Agree. And they're like way too close. And the thing is, it's like, it's not about them having girlfriends. You know, there's always that one, like most of them are chill. And then, you know, there's that one and you're like, they have feelings. You, you have, you are in love with this person. Yes. You are in love with this person. And that is why you don't need to make new guy friends because, on some level, in your gut, there would still be a feeling for that person.
0: Absolutely. And I have a lot of guy friends, childhood guy friends, and it's different because, you know, we're like siblings. But then I have totally. the ones that I've been set up with and it didn't work out. But then we're still flirting, hun. Yep. The friendship is just us flirting. Yep. We know nothing's going to happen, but we're still like, texting and like being silly. But as soon as, you know, I'm claimed, I'm deleting all those people.
1: Yeah. And that's how, you know, it's not really like worth even doing because it's like, I just text you when I'm feeling lonely or when I'm feeling bored. And those are not good reasons to text anyone.
0: No. And I (laughs) don't, I don't even text them. I don't even text the guys, you know, like they text me yeah. because they're lonely and bored. Let's keep it real because yeah. Shanae and I are busy, hun. Yeah. Busy and booked. But yeah, I think, you know, going through this weird pain alone is not what I expected, right? Because I didn't see this coming.
1: Yeah. Because and also being in New York newly and
0: and the past and the memories too. and everything. It's very heavy right now. And it's freezing. It's not like fun and like summer where you can run around. It's COVID. So it's an odd time for me, but I know I'm going to come out of this so light, so much lighter. It is so
1: funny to hear you say it is so cold outside. Like there are New Yorkers out in tank tops right now because this is the warmest it's been in forever. I know you're coming from Miami. It's totally different, but like honestly, I was just walking outside being like, this is the nicest day that we've had. And you're like, it's fucking I'm
0: wearing the down jacket in the house (laughs) as I'm podcasting with you. We'll share a clip of this. Like, it's so cold. Oh, my gosh. I love you. I am going to happy
1: hour in like an
0: hour. But,
1: you know, that will warm you up. And some time with friends is the best medicine.
0: And I've also learned now. I don't know about you with this. Like, I don't need to rehash the same story to 80 people because it's a done deal. The guy doesn't like me. Yeah. Move on and feel the pain. But I don't need to tell the story to everyone I meet. And I've learned the hard way to not do that. Mm. Even though we're Mm. telling everybody on this
1: pod. Yeah, but you're technically only saying it once. Yes. (laughs) you're technically only mentioning it once. And you're just secretly telling me everyone is just like in on our little club. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, but, but spending time with girlfriends or friends in general, like having a happy hour, like what we all need right now is just to feel a little bit normal. Yes. And to inject some, like, like, and, and again, I'm not saying like take your tits out and like go to a, Crowded bar. Like it's COVID. We have to be serious about like what's going on. But I will say, like, do the things that you need to feel like a human being and don't, don't kind of lose sight of your mental health being still really important. Like, yeah, take care of your physical health, but also safely do the things that make you feel like a full human being because it's so easy. I hit a wall uh, like probably two months ago and I was just like, I, like, feel like I'm not even myself. Really? Anymore really? Because of all of this and just like not seeing friends. Because and not you're an event planner, to...
0: too. That's like, you know, your deal. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure in the past don't, you would you would be yeah. In the, so busy right now.
1: Yeah. In the past. I mean, I'm so glad I don't really event plan anymore. And I just do content creation because in the past, like I was thinking about this. I was like, Holy shit, if this was my work and this was like the thing I relied on for money, like so many other people do, this would be like even harder of a time. I mean, it's yes. already a hard time because for me, and I don't know about you, but like I'm an extrovert. I love being around people. And like even with you, with your parents, like yes. you were with people and then now you're like,
0: <gasps> that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm realizing alone.
1: I'm realizing now.
0: Wait, when you were at home with your parents during COVID and thriving, people were doing what I'm doing right now in their apartment by themselves. And even though I had empathy, you don't know till you're in the person's shoes. And right now I'm in those shoes, hun. i I'm in an apartment in New York. Most people would be like, that's a dream, hon. A huge apartment, gorgeous area. But guess what? I'm alone. And I feel yeah. alone right now and nothing is making me feel better.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully some time with friends does make you yes. feel better. And there is a, even though you're freezing, there is a tiny slice of sunshine <laughs> out there for you. So I feel like, I feel, I, I, I'm i excited to talk to you in a month and for see sure. how you're feeling. And And I feel like when you're going through like either a breakup or a break off or a stop talking or whatever it is, you always feel like you're going to be stuck in that feeling forever. Right. And it always ends. Well, I wanted you know, to
0: know, you said you hit a wall. And now for the listeners, we'll end with this. How did you overcome that? What did you do?
1: Um. Well, I had a breakdown. Um, Those are in fun. Front of my boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I love a breakdown. Yeah, love a breakdown. So much productivity. I had one last night. Breakdown. Yeah, yeah. You have to have those. But I had a breakdown, and I was just like crying in front of my boyfriend, just being like, I feel like nothing's happening. I feel like stuck. I feel like lonely. I feel all these things, and I don't feel like myself. And I think, really, actually, the admission that I felt lonely, and that I didn't feel like myself, that was the actual best thing that could have happened because letting it out to someone of like, I mean, other than my therapist, but like (laughs) actually naming it because I've just been compartmentalizing everything. Like, okay, just get through the time, we're being safe, like we're doing this. Like I've been compartmentalizing everything to like be able to manage it. But when I finally let it all out and I'm just like, man, I feel like my life is in this weird pause, and I don't feel like I have much inspiration for my work to write. I don't feel inspired because I'm not having interactions with people. I feel like things are stagnant. I feel alone yeah. because we can't see our friends as freely as, you know, all I want to do is I have a 10 person dining table. All I want to do is have like 10 people over for a dinner party. And like it's not happening right now. And that, like, I think the the feeling of feeling stuck has uh, been really impactful. And so the best way that I kind of got myself out of this funk, first of all, re-upped my anxiety medication, <laughs> got that in order. Um, also therapy, like, oh my God, the best, but really admitting that I was feeling lonely and out of control and anxious and afraid of what was to come and feeling just like stuck. Yes, You know, that to me, like just saying those words out loud instead of being the person who has it all together, because I am the person that in my, in my friend group, in my family, in my relationship, I'm the one that has it all together. Same.
0: And believe it or not, yeah, believe it yeah. or not. No, I am course. like the voice of reason. And yes. I haven't even told my close, close friends. I've told a few people today, obviously, but I don't even want to bother them because if I feel like if I bring them down, then everyone's down because I'm known as the like the hype woman.
1: Yeah. And you want to be strong for everybody, even the listeners. Uh, Totally. But but at the end of the day, nobody wants that. Like my therapist said, like, Nobody really asked for that. Yeah. You assume that's what people want from you. And what people really want from you is the truth. And that's why people love you is because you tell the truth. Yes. And so, yes, tell the truth about feeling powerful and strong and empowered and confident, but also tell the truth when you don't feel that way. And so for me, the secret to feeling better and more free was to actually be free to say whatever the fuck I was feeling, which yes. was that I was alone and I felt Stagnant.
0: Yeah. And I will, you know, tell all of you out there who are also feeling alone right now. And, you know, you probably came to listen for a laugh, but today I'm feeling really sad and lonely. And I feel these things too, as strong as I am and as bubbly as I am. You know, today I'm sad. So you're getting a kind of a sappy pod.
1: Yeah. People will love it. Yeah. People will love people love whatever is real. And today your reality is sad.
0: Yes. And thank you, Shanae, for being here. We love you and hope we can do this again soon. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, and enjoy will.
0: the sunshine.
1: Yes. Yes. You go enjoy that happy hour in that sunshine girl. I'll be checking up on you. Thank you, love. Bye. Thank you
0: so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chat. Hold up.